0: Welcome to today's episode of Wild Wednesdays, Questions and Answers. I am Danelle and I greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. We've got a full program for you guys today. It's quite a mouthful and we are going to look at um, whether the living can communicate with the dead by either mediums or, um, for example, a Ouija board. Now, let's see what the Bible has to say about this. In both modern and ancient times, a medium is a person who communicates with spirits. Usually apart from the use of witchcraft, a medium is literally an intermediary between the spirit world and ours. The Bible condemns the practice of mediumship and attempting to speak to the dead through sciences or other means is expressly forbidden. Sometimes mediums are called channelers, as they allegedly channel communication from the dead to the living. A medium might only communicate with one or more specific spirits, called familiars or familiar spirits. Or the communication may be spread across many different spirits. The messages might come audibly, visually or through physical sensations. Modern mediums distinguish themselves from physics, uh, from psychics who only read the energies of a person or place and do not communicate with actual spirits. The term psychic medium can confuse the issue. Also a medium is not necessarily a witch, wizard, sorcerer or necromancer since mediums believe that their communication with the spirit world is an inherent ability. The fictional character, character calls Seer in the movie The Sixth Sense would be considered a medium. Mediums are re- referenced in several passages of the Old Testament. In Leviticus 20, mediums are condemned along with spiritists. Deuteronomy 18 from verse 10 to 11 echoes Leviticus, and expands it including div- diviners sorcerers witches wizards anyone who casts spells and anyone who practices child sacrifice King Saul's sinful use of a medium is recorded is recorded in 1st Samuel 28 The prophet Samuel was dead and King Saul was frustrated that God had ceased telling him what to do through prophets or dreams. So the king, indirect violation of God's law and his own pre, uh, previous command, told his men to find a medium who could communicate with Samuel. You can read about this in 1 Samuel 28. The me, this medium conjured Samuel and Saul communicated with the dead prophet. Theologians discuss whether this conjuring was a physical reappearance of Samuel or merely an image of him. There is also some question whether or not the medium actually meant to conjure Samuel, as she seems to have been the most surprised at his appearance, at his appearance. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out at the top of her voice, Perhaps she was a fraud who did not expect to actually see a spirit or perhaps she was expecting to communicate with her familiar and not with Samuel directly. Either way, God seems to have allowed Samuel's conjuring in order to drive home his point to Saul. The prophet's message to Saul was one of doom and he died the next day. Now, um, First Chronicles 10 from verse 13 to 14 reveals that Saul's interaction with the medium was an important part of why he was dethroned and his destiny cut short. We must remember that um, this woman was totally used to using her um, familiar spirits whenever she tricked people into telling them what they wanted to hear. Of course this was all um, just a trick to get money from the people. Now God would never allow a saint um, or a prophet or any person who died righteously who are now in paradise um, and in the Old Testament in Abram's bosom um, to be snatched away from his place of safety by either just a a living person or a demon or Satan himself God will never allow that so that is impossible we will go and look at that specific scripture a little bit later but so we can't reach the dead and so um these mediums call up is either then than a demon or a familiar spirit which is also demonic um, but God allowed um, Samuel to appear to Saul because this was part of God's final judgment on Saul because of his this because of his um, disobedience towards God. Okay, in the New Testament, sorcery and other associated practices are considered inappropriate, sinful activities for any Christian. You can go read Acts eight verse 9 and um, Acts 19 from verse 19 since the primary purpose of these activities is to communicate with spirits it is correct to include uh, mediums in these new testament warnings it should be noted that the spirit a medium conjures is not the spirit of a deceased person deceased person. The case of Samuel speaking to Saul was a rare exception like I've just explained to you. Jesus's story of the rich man and Lazarus in Luke 16 gives strong evidence that once a person is dead his souls remains in either heaven or hell. Thus the spirit who communicate with mediums are lying spirits. See 1st King Kings 22 who deceive people into believing their lost loved ones are communicating to them. When grieving parents seek out a medium to put them in touch with their dead child, they don't realize the spirit who speaks to them is actually a demon pretending to be their child. Any involvement with such practices, including asking mediums for guidance, is strongly warned against in the Bible. Now, We can see it's wrong to use a medium, but should a Christian play with Ouija boards? Now, the modern Ouija board was created in the late 1800s as interest in spiritualism grew. A Ouija board, also called a spirit board or talking board, is simply a game board that has the alphabet numerals and yes and no printed on its face. A planchette or pointer is used to spell out words and answer simple questions. Supposedly, the Ouija board named itself. When asked what the uh, makers should call it, the board spelled out O-U-I-J-A, which the board then interpreted to mean good luck. Many people see Ouija boards as harmless entertainment. Others believe Ouija boards are magic tools, portals to other dimensions or um, divining oracles that allow spirits of the dead to communicate with the living. They are often considered to be communications, communication gateways to those who have passed over and those who sit around a Ouija board are practicing in a seance. Of course this is based on the supposition that spirits or ghosts exists in the first place and that they can or even want to communicate with the world of the living. The Bible does not mention Ouija boards specifically, but it does have a few things to say about divination and attempting to contact the dead. Now again, we're going to look at some of these verses that I've also mentioned um, during when we looked at mediums. Now Leviticus 19 verse 31 says, Do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritists, for you will be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. Now Deuteronomium 18 verse 10 to 12, Let no one be found among you who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, or casts spells, or who is a medium or spiritist, or who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. Isaiah 8 verse 19 When men tell you to consult mediums and spiritists who whisper and mutter, should not a people inquire of their God? Why consult the dead on behalf of the living? Galatians 5 verse 19 to 20. The acts of the sinful nature are obvious. It is sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. It is very serious. Occultists will insist that the Ouija board Boards work by allowing spirits to move the pointer in answers to queries. Scientists have yet to prove that the pointer is moved by anything other than the living people touching the pointer. In fact, spirits of the dead seem to get extremely confused when participants are blindfolded, at which point the Ouija board suddenly ceases to work correctly. Playing with a Ouija board is engaging in occultism and definitely not an option for a Christian. Seeking wisdom apart from God, especially when it involves calling up familiar spirits or the spirits of the departed, is clearly forbidden in the Bible. No matter how innocent Ouija boards may seem, playing with Ouija boards can be an opening for demons to invade our hearts and minds. Satan is a liar. You can read about John 8 verse 44 and he masquerades as an angel of light. 2 Corinthians 11. The enemy of our souls has fooled many people into thinking they are communicating with spirits of friends or family members when in fact they are in contact with demons. Playing with Ouija boards should be avoided as one should avoid a physical threat. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. 1 Peter 5, verse 8. The scriptural example for dealing with items that pertain to the occult, like for instance books, music, jewelry, occult games, Ouija boards, and other occult objects, is to confess involvement with them as sin and burn the items. Um, See Acts 19 verse 18 to 19. I want to read to you the verse that I spoke about earlier which tells us uh, why it is impossible for the living to communicate with the dead. Now when we go to um, Luke 16 verse, uh, from verse 18 um, to verse 31, we're actually, um, yeah, We'll read from verse 19. And there was a rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and who feasted sumptuously every day. And at his gate was laid a poor man named Lazarus covered with sores who desired to be fed with what fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, even the dogs came and licked his sores. The poor man died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's side. Now this is Abraham's bosom. Now, um, the place of the dead is called Hades, and it is um, divided into two compartments. Um, Sheol, where the unrighteous go, and then um, Abram's bosom is where the righteous went. But after Christ died, um, it is now called um, paradise, and then Sheol still for, um, for the unrighteous. Okay so the rich man also died and was buried and in Hades being in torment he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side and he called out Father Abraham have have mercy on me and sent Lazarus to dip the end of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am in anguish in this flame. But Abraham said Child, remember that you in your lifetime received your good things, and Lazarus in like manner bad things, but now he is comforted here, and you are in anguish. And besides all this, between us and you a great chasm has been fixed, in order that those who would pass from here to you may not be able, and none may cross from there to us. And he said, then I beg you, father, to send him to my father's house. So you see, you can't cross that chasm because it is placed there specifically for so that the because God knew one spirit could come and cross. What is the whole point of putting them in there in the first place? So now you are totally just being fooled by um, Satan and his demons and. It, you are not communicating with a dead relative. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode till we speak next week. Shalom.